Thanks for joining me today on the Real Estate Syndication Show. My name is Brian Pickrell with Vox Balance Media, and I'm your guest host. And today we're going to be talking about equipment for starting a podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener with your own podcast and you're looking to upgrade your equipment, or someone who's thinking about starting a podcast, this episode will provide you with valuable insights and suggestions on getting started and growing your podcast. We do offer a video version of this episode, and I recommend hopping over to YouTube, searching for the Real Estate Syndication Show for a visual presentation, and we'll provide all the necessary links and purchasing information for the equipment discussed. But before we dive into the equipment review, I want to remind you about the podcasting editing services that we offer at Vox Valence Media. We can help you edit both your audio and video files, whether you record locally or through Zoom. We'll guide you through the onboarding process, assist with setup, and handle uploading your content to platforms like Buzzsprout and YouTube. Additionally, we provide social media management services, including creating reels, thumbnails, and social graphics to promote your podcast consistently. If you're interested, schedule a call with us today to learn more about our operations and how we can assist you. Today, we'll be looking at two microphones specifically, the MV7 and the MV7X, along with the MV7 podcast kit and a third budget mic at the end. It's actually the mic that I'm using today. We'll also be discussing the Rodecaster Pro and some of the accessories. These mics offer a more budget-friendly option compared to what our host Whitney typically uses. We'll also discuss some accessories that complement these microphones and can help you make an informed decision. First, let's talk about the MV7X podcast microphone. This is a high-quality microphone from Shure, and it looks great. It may not be the cheapest option available out there, but it does do the job. It's important to note that microphone, this microphone is XLR only, meaning it requires an additional sound device such as a soundboard that can receive this type of connection. If you're planning to connect directly to your computer, this microphone not, might not be suitable. However, if you're setting up a soundboard and need multiple consistent microphones, the MV7X is a cheaper and excellent choice. It's a budget mic compared to Whitney's preferred microphone, the Shure SM7B, but it still delivers exceptional performance. The microphone comes with a mount that's attached that can be easily attached to an arm or a tripod. Next, let's explore the MV7 podcast kit. This kit offers more accessories and versatility. The microphone includes an XLR adapter, allowing you to connect it to a soundboard or the Rodecaster Pro. It's a great option if you plan to use it for Zoom or Google Meets, in addition to podcast recording. The kit also includes a high-quality tripod from the Manfrotto brand, ensuring stability and convenience during your recordings. This all-in-one setup is incredibly easy to assemble. It doesn't require the Rodecaster Pro. It doesn't require an additional soundboard, which we'll discuss shortly. The MV7 microphone has input audio signals displayed on its exterior, and it features XLR and USB outputs, as well as a headphone jack. This allows you to monitor your audio and listen to your guest or co-host in real time. Now, let's talk about the Podcast Pro arm. This portable arm is commonly used by podcasters and offers a great flexibility. 
and can be easily mounted on any flat desk service, providing a sturdy or space-saving solution. You can attach the microphones that we discussed earlier directly to the arm, and it even includes an XLR cable with the arm itself. This setup minimizes cable management and simplifies your recording space, and if you prefer, you can always upgrade to a higher quality XLR cable, but the included cable is of good quality. We also love this set because of its portability. If you're considering where can I put my podcast and you don't have a dedicated service, this is a great option to have microphones on the go. Now we're going to dive into the Rodecaster Pro 2. It's an integrated audio production studio. Well, this may, this may be more advanced than what someone starting out would typically use. It's worth reviewing because it is what Whitney uses in-house. The Rodecaster Pro 2 comes with preamps, which allows you to directly plug in the Shure microphone and XLR inputs, eliminating the need for additional power sources or adapters. The Rodecaster Pro 2 features four inputs, a Bluetooth option, and two outputs. It offers both USB-C and the ability to directly connect the Shure microphone. You have the option to record externally using an SSD drive with a USB-C cord, or you can record directly to your computer. Additionally, the Rodecaster Pro 2 has a slot for a mini SD card, enabling dual recording. This is especially useful if you're hosting a podcast and you want to ensure uninterrupted recording without constantly checking it to see if it's functioning properly. The device excels in this area and provides excellent recording capabilities. One of the standout features of the Rodecaster Pro 2 is its pre-programmed settings. It comes with presets for various microphones, including the Shure MV7. These presets alleviate the need to manually adjust equalization settings for your highs and your lows. While you do have the flexibility to customize the settings based on your voice, straight out of the box, the Rodecaster Pro 2 delivers an impressive audio experience. Additionally, the device allows you to program sound effects into the illuminated squares on its side. If you're performing or streaming live, you have the ability to play intros or outros or musics or even have sound effects right at your disposal. Another fantastic feature is the ability to save settings for different shows or guests. If you have multiple shows or varying formats, you can save individual settings for each scenario. So, for example, if one show involves three guests while another is a solo episode, you can preset and save the mic volumes, the EQs, and other parameters. And when it's time for your next recording session, you simply load the appropriate settings, you select the show, and you're ready to go. This level of convenience and customization enhances your podcasting experience, which is why we recommend the Rodecaster Pro 2. While the Rodecaster Pro 2 is an excellent choice for taking your podcast to the next level, it's important to note that it's not the only option available. It is a little pricey. So many external recorders allow you to connect your XLR microphone directly and record onto the device. Alternatively, you can bypass the Rodecaster Pro 2, connect your microphone directly to your computer. So these options are worth considering, especially if you're just starting out and looking for a more cost-effective solution. However, 
If you're seeking to expand, accommodate more guests, and have a self-sustaining setup that requires minimal effort, the Rodecaster Pro 2 is a fantastic choice. Now to a budget mic that I want to share with you. If you're looking for a more budget-friendly option, I recommend the Samsung Q2U microphone. It's available online on Amazon around 60 bucks, and it can be paired with a really nice heavy-weighted stand or if you want an arm that you want to attach to it for stability. I'm using the on-stage stand, and it gives a really nice professional look. While the included stand might be a little flimsy, they can suffice if you don't have any other options. The Samsung microphone delivers a professional sound quality and a sleek professional appearance, especially if you have to buy multiple mics for multiple guests. Finally, I want to leave you with some final tips when considering equipment for your podcast. Tip number one, define your needs and budget. Start by understanding your podcasting goals and the type of content you'll be producing. Determine the features that you require. Set a budget that aligns with your financial capabilities. This will help narrow down your options and prevent overspending. Tip number two, research and read reviews. So take the time to research different brands and models of podcasting equipment. Read the reviews from reliable sources. Contact fellow podcasters to gain insights into the performance, the durability, the user experience, all of the equipment that you're interested in. Tip number three, consider your recording environment. Assess the acoustics and the noise level of your recording space. If you're in a noisy environment, consider microphones with good noise rejection capabilities. If your room has poor acoustics, look for equipment that can help mitigate echo and background noise. Tip number four, connectivity and compatibility. Ensure that the equipment you choose is compatible with your existing recording setup. Consider the connectivity options such as a USB, the XLR, or Bluetooth, and make sure they align with your recording interface or computer. You want to make sure that if you're going to start a podcast, that it's something that is quick and easy and doesn't take a lot of time to set up. Tip number five, future-proof your investment. Think about the future growth of your podcast. Will you be conducting interviews with multiple guests? Will you need to expand your equipment setup? So consider investing in equipment that allows for scalability and accommodates your future needs. Well, that wraps up our review of podcasting equipment today. I hope you found these recommendations helpful as you consider starting or upgrading your podcast. The right equipment can enhance your production value, but it's your unique voice and perspective that will truly captivate your audience. Remember, at Vox Valens Media, we're here to assist you with your podcast editing, video editing, and social media management. Schedule a call with us to learn about how we can support you in your podcasting journey. We also didn't discuss cameras and the types of setup that you have in a podcast. So if you have a specific question about the setup that we're using today or recommendations, please leave your questions and comments in the comment section below. And we'll try to have a future episode to address the ways that you can set up your camera and different types of camera that will be beneficial to you. Thank you so much for joining us again today. We hope to talk to you soon. 